Hello, everybody, and welcome to Turn to Page 33. It came from the internet. It's time, Raps. It's time. It's finally time. Oh, I can't wait to partake thought, in this. I, I, I can't wait to be party to it. I've thought every single week that mm -hmm. it was going to be it came from the internet. Except yes. for, notably, this week. It's when true. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess it is. It's true. I it it's also a, an extra special day. I mean, I feel bad to not mention this is another one of the wonderful scans from Heather. Huge thank you. Otherwise, we would not have been able to do this one. Uh, thank you. So, thank you. So we got that in front of us, and what a beauty it is! What a beauty it is! This cover, I do enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, I I don't know why I I thought it was going to be more of a I mean, and maybe it still will be. How often does the cover actually have to do with the book? Let's be real. Um, I thought it'd be like a more literal, like the internet is striking out against us. But is yeah. it actually just going to be, it is an alien that basically just came out of a computer physically? <laughs> like, is that, I don't know. Yeah, it seems very much less like, you know, it as in the phenomenon came from the internet as in, you know, also the, the network, uh, and more it as in the beast from it came from a computer, a shell of a CRT sitting upon my desk. It's true. I, uh, yeah. The guy I, itself, the, the bulb, the yeah. alien that we're looking at, is a special kind of gross. Like, yes, yeah. it's kind of humanoid. It's got eyes, some amount. Sure, it's got four. Typically, people have two. Mm -hmm. That can vary. It looks distinctly rubbery, but in a way yeah. that I would want to put in my mouth. Like, it looks like a, <laughs> it looks like a tree. It looks like a candy. It has yeah. the sheen of a candy. Tell me it doesn't. It has the sheen of a candy mixed with a leech octopus. Uh, yes. So, you know what's <gasps> even, I, I guess maybe you found what I was about to talk about as well. Is it perhaps in the background? It, uh, it is It is not. I will just very quickly mention before we go away from the central figure here that uh, the best way I can give a description for those of sure. you who are listening to this fully as an audio podcast, uh, uh, just imagine an alien, mm -hmm. right? Yes. That would be featured on the show uh, Nailed It. Ah, absolutely. This, this right. is an alien that is especially simple oh to make God. out of fondant and That's what I was going to say. Big fondant energy. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That Correct. I, I've partaken in many uh, cake bakery shows uh, of sorts, but... Yeah, yeah. I was going to draw attention to the extreme self-aggrandizing nature of the background. On the desk, there are five of the most recent Give Yourself Goosebumps books. Yep. And the poster is just so with the time. They have a poster of It's Only a Nightmare on their wall. Like they, You can only see a fifth of it, but that is the cover of the literally the last book of in the series that we just read so not mm -hmm. only is this a goosebumps fan this is a goosebumps super fan who has just purchased a poster of the book that just came out and 
and they're being attacked on the internet. I don't know. I'm very curious. I, I think you we... know, I I actually want to go one small yeah. step further, and that is that uh, uh, hidden off in the top left of the image, we can also see pinned to that back wall a ribbon for first, which I believe yes says writing, writing contest, contest winner. winner. On it. I think we are writing Wait. L Stein. I think the R stands for writing. I think we're the real life. Yeah, we're real life Stein. I think that <laughs> I think that you're right. <laughs> wow! Oh, is this a personification of the trolls on the internet? The comments what, about R.L. Stein in that, early 1990s. That's what I was going to ask. Let's. I can no longer. We've we've been on the cover long enough. Let's beware. I I, I can see the beware page ahead of us, and my heart is leaping with joy. <clears throat> beware! Don't read uh. the book from beginning to end. Surfing the net is fun. Until your web crawler, spider, leaps out of your screen and sinks its fangs into you. Now a computer virus is erasing your memory so fast you can't even remember your own name. It's gonna be one fierce battle to save yourself. You might even have to go into virtual reality. Can you beat the ghouls from Coffin City? Can you outsmart the evil digit wizard? And remember, if you can get past all the rest, you'll still have to face, uh, face spider, the creepiest crawler there is. Want to fight the digit wizard? So the digit bad. wizard. I want to fight the digit wizard. Also, of course, yeah, like how can we make this relate to the internet? Ah, yes, a thing will give you a virus, but because it's from the computer, it's a computer virus. <laughs> yes. Yes. There you go. <laughs> There's no analogous version of a virus no. that inflicts upon humanoids and no. other biological matter, right? No. Nothing. There's no virus for humans. No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> Some sort of a human computer virus. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, please help. <laughs> oh, my. All right. All right. Let's get into this uh, sure to be wonderful, beautiful train wreck that I love. Let's do it. Tell me again. Your best friend Mark demands. You saw what on the computer screen? The hairs on the back of your neck prickle just thinking about it. A bump. You answer. Like a weird squirming bump. It stuck out of the monitor and moved around like it was alive. Right. Mark rolls his eyes. You're out of your mind. Mark talks tough, but you've known him since you were little, so you're used to it. It's true. You insist. And totally weird. Come on, see for yourself. You slam the front door. Mark is already halfway up the stairs to your room when you catch up to him. You turn on the computer and sit at your desk. With a couple of double clicks and your password, you log on to the internet. <laughs> okay, be prepared. You warn him. It's pretty creepy. Like I care. Mark scoffs. A moment later, a message pops up on your screen, a message in a little black box. Mark's mouth drops open as he reads it. Read the message on page two. With a couple this is of how it used to be. You used to go home, a couple of double clicks <laughs> and your password, you'd log on to the internet. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Your modem would pay you the song of the sea. Yeah. Oh my god. I just, that sentence is everything that I expected and still it's, tickles me. 
It's so good. All right. Oh. <laughs> All the hits keep coming. Here we go. The message on Raps, I want you to give me this one if that's okay. I think that Absolutely. It's important. The message on your screen says experiencing virus need help to avoid fatal error. Oh man. Mark groans. You've got a virus. What's that? You ask. You don't know what a computer virus is? Mark stares at you in disbelief. It's a program that gets into your computer and messes everything up. It can, like, fry your whole hard drive. You don't like the sound of that. You mean it can erase all my games and files and stuff? Yeah, Mark says. Everything would just be gone. Whoa. You say, sitting back from the screen a little bit. Then your computer beeps, a long, loud, piercing beep, and you cover your ears. Your eyes widen as the black message box doubles in size. This time, the message says, Please, I'm begging you, help me. The virus is really bad. I need help now. Hurry! Your web crawler. Your web crawler. Yeah. Crawl over to page three. You and Mark stare at the black message box on your screen, and a sick feeling hits your gut. Now that's freaky, Mark says. I've never seen an error message like that. It sounds like a real person talking, like it's alive. You glance at Mark and shiver. What kind of web crawler are you using, anyway? Mark asks. It's called Spider, you answer. You don't need to explain that a web crawler is a program you use to get around the internet. Mark knows. Someone gave it to me for free, you add. Free software? Ugh, bad news, Mark exclaims. <laughs> I'm a shill for corporate dollars. Free <laughs> stuff always has viruses. Let's turn it off, reboot, and start over. Also, end open source culture. Maybe <laughs> then the message will go away. Shouldn't we try and help the web crawler? You ask. You decide. It's your computer. Mark says. But I'll tell you this. If you try to fix it yourself, you could totally crash your hard drive. Oh, no. Hmm, you think. Maybe he's right. But the web crawler is asking for help. To try and get rid of the virus, turn to page 14. If you don't dare mess with it, reboot on page 43. Hmm. I mean, if only we knew if this creature was... Uh, hold on. Let's see. Uh, let's if we knew this creature was the creepiest crawler there is or not. Mm. Mm. If only we knew if uh, again from a beware page perhaps uh, that this creature is going to leap out of our screen and sink yes. its fangs into us and infect us with a computer virus. If only we knew. Ooh. But that yeah. actually does bring up a point, though. Maybe yes. Spider is still on our side and just inflicted by the computer virus. That could well be. Um, I, I also like the thought of us seeing the sign and saying that can't stop me because I can't read and we go <laughs> get a virus on page 14. <laughs> Anyways, I think, there's, I think it's kind of nice. I don't think it's going to end us. I quite literally think that there's story in both of these. 
In fact, I think it's you know less what? less likely their story on page forty three. Honestly, like I, what, I you want to go to page forty three almost okay. because I think it's okay. going to be the the classic goosebump. What you your story too good for you, nerd? Get out of here! You're you're afraid of turning you turn it into a hard drive, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> All right, I'm 43. All right, Mark. I'm game. You declare. Let's just reboot it and give it another shot. You boot up your computer again, and everything seems normal. Just a couple double clicks and a password, and you log on to the internet. Instead of a message, a weird swirling image appears. What is that? Mark asks. I don't know. You answer as a face starts to form, the face of a hideous monster. Two sharp pincers snap open and closed, and yellow pus squirts out of its mouth. Oh, boy. Oh, wait a minute. Mark shouts. What was the name of that web crawler you got? Spider? You answer. Then that means... What does it mean? Turn to page 37. That means that's your web crawler. Mark says. You grin. The monster is Spider! Cool! You punch in a few commands. So anyway, let's delete Spider. What? You say as you're typing? And that should delete the virus, right? Right. And it also get rid of whatever it is that's sending you those weird messages. Mark agrees, but before you finish typing, a new message pops up on your computer screen. Don't try to delete me. Whoa! You cry. Whoever wrote this program is really good. They guessed you'd try and delete it. Mark exclaims. Obviously. <sighs> try the mouse. Turn to page 24. Bold prediction of a virus creator to assume that you don't want it. Bold. <laughs> what a prediction. Uh, I... It, it does kind of remind me of the quote-unquote viruses that would get sent around school uh, around the period of time when I guess I was you know, a teenager discovering the internet. And effectively it would just be, this will open and close your CD drive a couple of times and then the screen yep. will look like it turned off and then it comes back and then there's a couple different notepads opened and it starts typing in them and it legitimately felt haunted for a second before you were like, oh, you can just do this. Yeah, yeah, it was, there's, there's some unsettling nature about that time, but honestly, hey, if my CD drive opened right now, I'd, I'd be scared, virus. I'd be terrified, because I don't have one. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but the mouse is frozen, right? Wait, 24, right? We're on, yes. Yes, but the mouse is frozen, no matter how much you move it around, or how many times you click the button, nothing happens. The spider face starts to change shape. The colors swirl around again. Maybe it's going away. You mumble, hopefully. But it doesn't go away. It just changes from the shape of a four-eyed monster head into an entire monster. Tentacles and all. But that's not the worst part. See what's worse on page 78. <laughs> that's a good setup. The worst part is that one of the monster's tentacles is pushing against the screen, and the screen bulges out. Ah, the bump! You murmur. I forgot all about it! I forgot to show you the bump! <laughs> I don't believe it. 
Mark whispers. I told you. You cry as the uh, you cry as the bulge gets bigger and bigger. The screen suddenly splits. A blue tentacle bursts through and waves around in the air. Yikes! You yell. You and Mark jump back from the computer. The next minute, another tentacle pokes out, then another, then another, and finally the entire spider monster bursts out of your monitor. It plops onto your desk and gropes across, feeling its way across... What? Gropes across, feeling its way across the piles of papers and pencils. Mm -hmm. Okay, Dr. Seuss. Grope your way to page 56. Uh, all right. Couldn't you just repeat, repeat across again? Across yeah. your way to page 76. Cross your, cross your way on over. 56. You and Mark stare at horror at the enormous in horror at the enormous creature on your desk. It's about the size of a small cat. Its four eyes look oh my god. Its four huge eyes look as if they belong on a tarantula. Its big squishy body looks as if it belongs on an octopus. What is wrong with you? The monster spider snarls. I asked you to help me, but you didn't. It stamps one of its hairy tentacles. You and Mark back up a few more feet, and then slowly... Now, Spider is very, very angry with you! The monster growls. Spidey? You and Mark exchange a glance. Let's make a break for the door. Mark whispers. Okay. You whisper back. But we better move fast. You both leap towards the bedroom door. You grab the doorknob, and you're about to wrench open the door behind you when you hear a terrifying scream. You duck instinctively. Spidey flies past your shoulder and smacks against the door, slamming it shut. Then the monster faces you. Going somewhere? It asks. Answer on page 108. No, we're not going anywhere. Mark stammers. But you've had it with this spider. You grab the doorknob and fling open the door. Spidey and all. You make it as far as the hall. <coughs> Spidey lets out a war cry and leaps at you. Its legs clamp to your chest. Its tentacles dig in as if they were cat claws. Before you can scream or push it away, Spidey sinks its dripping fangs into your neck. No! You scream. The next instant, the monster drops off and scuttles down the stairs. Scuttled to 26. Oh, gosh, we got a computer virus for humans. Uh, 26? Yep. Look at that bite! Mark exclaims. An expression of horror fills his face. You hurry into your room and glance into the mirror. The bite mark is purplish red and already swollen. It throbs. Uh, is... Is the monster gone? You ask. Your voice trembles. You feel really sick. You begin to shake all over. Yeah. Mark answers. But I have to tell you, I think we should go after it. Are you crazy? You say. I need to call my mom. She'll come home and she'll help me. But by then, it's going to be too late. Mark insists. We have to catch it. They'll need to test it for diseases and stuff. It has a virus, remember? <laughs> they? Who's they? Make up your mind. You could call your mom, but then Spidey will get away. 
To chase the monster, turn to page 32. To call your mom, go to page 50. I... It sure is giving us a strong implication that one of these is correct. Mark is applying a lot of very terrestrial logic to mm -hmm. something <laughs> that surely doesn't obey that. Like, also, he was very quick to be like, oh, this is probably Spider, right? The the web crawler, it's coming out of the beat. I've seen this before. I think Mark is hiding the fact that Mark has been through this. I would agree with you if we hadn't had, like, 12 uh, allies that have been just like this who I thought were evil but are just inept but also psychic. Fair. It's, it's, <laughs> so it's tough. We, uh, By all accounts, I, I agree that is the logical answer. <laughs> that is correct. I, I can't recall. So if, if Occam's Razor is, you know, the simplest answer is probably the actual one. I think it's Hanlon's Razor is uh, never attribute to malice what you would to uh, stupidity or ignorance or uh, mm. you know incompetence, whatever it is. What is the version of that where never attribute to malice what you could to unwitting psychic powers in a Goosebumps book? Whatever that's, that is. That's Stein's, Stein's razor. razor. Yeah. Yeah. It's Stein's, Stein's razor, razor is very active here. Yeah. Well, I honestly kind of want to chase the monster. That's what Part of my soul is still on the side of like, this is effectively a, an animal and it's a little hurt that we didn't immediately try and save it. Let's yeah. try and save it. Yeah, I feel bad now, but we, the best we can do is try and make it up to it. Exactly. You're right. You tell Mark. We've got to find that spider thing. If it has some disease, we've got to know. Come on! I mean, at the same on the same token, why do we need to know if it has a disease? <laughs> why do we? What do we? What do we need to know? It has a disease. It is already a monster that bit you. Is it? Is it so that we find out what disease we would have? Is that the implication? Because I guess maybe that's it. But yeah. it wasn't really spelled out. I I think it I think it definitely is. They'll need be. to test it to figure out what disease it has to give us the right antitoxin. Yeah. You know, the it came from the internet yes. antitoxin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh an antivirus. Mark shouts. It went down the stairs. You both hurtle down the stairs that led to the kitchen. You stare at the kitchen table and chairs, the cabinets and countertops. It could be anywhere, you say. You glance at Mark, and he looks terrified, as terrified as you feel. Unless... Mark begins. His eyes go wide. Unless what? You ask. You won't find out, unless you turn to page 100. <laughs> okay. I like that. Yeah. Unless it went down there. Mark points to the door that leads to the basement. It's slightly ajar. You gulp the basement. You gulp the basement. The scariest room in the house. Dark, dingy, damp, and filled with choice spots for a big, hairy spider to hide. No way. Mark declares. You roll your eyes. You didn't even ask. All right. You say with a sigh. I guess I'll search down there with this big, gaping neck wound. You just keep looking up here, Mark. 
You try and stop your hand from shaking as you reach for the doorknob. Descend into the basement on page 122. The basement is dark even after you flip on the light. There's only one dim, flickering bulb in a corner. Creak, creak. The stairs moan as you step down them. Something soft brushes against your neck. You jump about you jump about a mile, screaming your head off. Then you realize it's only an old mop. You stop screaming, but you realize someone else is screaming now. Mark, you bound back up the stairs into the kitchen. It bit me! Ow! Mark cries. With one hand, he's holding close the door to the cabinet under the sink. He holds out his other hand, showing you an ugly, swollen red bite mark on his wrist. Bits of yellow pus cling to it. What now? Spidey's growling voice comes through the door. Ah, oh, come on, let me out, my give you something to Find out what Spidey wants to give you on page 129. <laughs> what? Another, oh, it's not going to be another virus. Ready, please? Spidey's voice grows softer, gentler. If you let me out, I'll tell you how to treat the virus. Hmm, maybe you should let the ugly thing out, but what if it's a trick? To let Spidey out, turn to page 47. To keep the monster under the sink, turn to page 25. I mean... Trick keep me. It, keep it under there forever? What? Right, let's go to page Yeah, 70. exactly. I'm eventually going to need some Clorox or uh, bug killing spray. Garbage or bags? A, a, exactly. Dustpan. Yeah, uh, sponge. Excess bottles of uh, bulk bought ketchup. I'm eventually just gonna need one of those things. Distilled water. So I may water? as well bite a bullet. Under sink reveal. <laughs> Redo and wraps under sink <laughs> reveals. I have distilled water under there. I am. I most Damn. the the distilled 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 ketchup. <laughs> I mean, the, <laughs> it's a tomato. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the excess ketchup I, is the most surprising info i'd say i it, it's it's just a good storage space yeah why know. not in, in every house i've been in it's always ended up there yeah why not just don't just don't try and clean with it i, I guess we better let it out you tell mark i'm not opening that door mark says backing up that thing bit me it bit me too you snap but we're both gonna get sick i want to know what the cure is didn't you hear what it said mark won't budge so finally you reach for the cabinet door handle and you quickly swing it open then you jerk your arm back and out of the way you don't want another bite rattle bang bottles and cans fall over as spidey pokes its hideous head out into the kitchen your heart is pounding but you try and act fearless are you coming out or not? You demand. Find out on page 70. You made the right decision to let me out of there. Spidey tells you. Ah, oh, gross. Mark mutters as the monster's mouth drips yellow pus onto the floor. Just tell us the cure. You demand. I feel sick already. I'm all... Hot and sweaty and shaky, too. That's the virus, all right, Spidey says. 
It's erasing your memory. Pretty soon, you won't remember the rules of your favorite sports. You won't even remember your best friend's name. You won't even know the words to Mary Had a Little Lamb. Little Lamb? Ah, uh, no, that's not right. Mark frowns. Or is it? You shrug. <laughs> it sounds right to me. See? You're forgetting things already! The monster points out. Okay, okay. You say. We let you out. Now keep your word. How do we get better? Yeah. Mark adds. What's the cure for this thing? Spidey chuckles. A deep, mean-sounding chuckle. <laughs> 133? What? Around the virus is awesome. Spidey says between guffaws. But you won't like it. Why not? You ask. You have, you have to make a special soup. The monster answers. Cook up some pig's knuckles, fish heads, sheep eyeballs, and Brussels sprouts. And then add in some computer chips. You and Mark glance at each other. Your eyes lock. No way, your expressions say. And you've got to eat four gallons of it. Spidey goes on. Every day, for a week. No possible way. I'd rather be a walking zombie than eat that stuff. Mark declares. Yeah. You agree. I'd rather... I'd... I'd rather... I'd rather... But you can't finish the sentence because you've forgotten how to speak. You should have jumped at the chance to eat that disgusting soup... Because now you're in serious trouble. You've forgotten how to eat as well. For you and Mark, this is the end. Well, dang. In what world were we going to have enough time to prepare this soup? I know. And then eat it before we ran out of... <sighs> I'm upset. Uh, are we supposed to betray Spidey? <laughs> I guess so. That or we were supposed to never get him to begin with. Attempt to heal the virus immediately. Twenty-five. That's possible. We could also call after our mom. There's there's a bunch of oh, different that's true. tracks on this one. As per usual fashion, I've just gone back to the most recent divergence, which is uh, not letting it out forever. Sure, sure. I guess. Let's keep it in there forever. No way. You whisper, shaking your head hard at Mark. Don't listen to it. You lean against the kitchen counter, and you put your hand to your forehead. Gross, it's slick with sweat. I'm sweaty, you say in surprise. And my head is throbbing like crazy. You swallow hard. I think I'm getting sick. Mark frowns. No way, man. He mumbles. You can't get a virus from a computer. Computer viruses aren't germs or anything, they're just bad programs. I don't care what you think. You tell him. I'm definitely gonna throw up. You cover your mouth and make a mad dash for the bathroom. Race to page 83. Mark knows it's not actually a sickness that you can get as a human. Unreal. Stein's razor, again. Yeah. You race into the hallway, but when you get there, you suddenly freeze. Which way is the bathroom? You can't remember. Hurry to page 60 before this gets ugly. That's the smallest page that's ever existed. 
Yep. Save like a a end page which was like purposely truncated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow. Calm down, you tell yourself. You're in your own house. You grew up here. Of course you know where the bathroom is. But you don't. Your memory's already being erased. That's what the computer virus does. Luckily, you spot a glimpse of a white tile through an open door. You make it into the bathroom just in time. When you're done being sick, you stumble back down the hall, and somehow you find your way back to the kitchen. Uh-oh. Mark tells you. I think I'm gonna be sick, too. He lurches forward, covering his mouth with both hands. No! You cry. Don't let go of the cabinet door! Too late. Go to page 51. <laughs> so we do just let him out of the cabinet. I mean, okay. Yeah. The cabinet door flies open. The hideous blue monster leaps out. It plants itself in the middle of the kitchen floor. Ha ha! Atrento. It sneers. Yellow pus drips from its mouth. There is no cure for the virus. Spidey laughs and laughs. You glance around for a weapon. You grab the first thing you can find, a yellow plastic spatula. It's not much, but it's better than nothing, kind of. It's just, stay away from me. You warn the monster. Or, I'll... I'm not gonna do out of the phone. Spidey interrupts. You can't. The virus is erasing your memory way too fast. You probably don't even remember what that plastic thing is. Uh-oh, it's true. You stare at the yellow thing in your hand, and you have no idea what it does. But you can't let Spidey know that it's right, so you bluff. I, um, I do know what it's for. You declare. It's for... If you think it's for flipping pancakes, page 125. If you think it's for swatting flies, turn to page 92. I mean, I th the implication is, well, it's called a spatula. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> However. However. What if. Yes. We had interpreted it as a fly swat, and in doing so, imbue it with our memories, our sense memories of using the tool of a fly swat, and this allows us to swat this Spidey. Hmm. That's kind of so. Because I just. Everything, everywhere, I, I all at once. I can't see stuff. the utility in flipping a flapjack right now. Yeah, just gotta, gotta move our brain to a reality where we were an expert fly swatter. Ninety-two. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm down with it. Let's do it. I, I legitimately think it's quite possible that. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, that this works. I think it. it yeah. I'm with it. <gasps> It's, um, for killing flies. You say with uncertainty. Wow, flies, precious. Spidey asks. You hesitate. Are they... Spider food? Wait, what? what? Spidey asks, what are flies? Yes, you I, hesitate. Uh, are are they, they spider food? Run! Right? Spite right? Spidey yeah, what the hell? What are flies? Spidey asks. You hesitate. Are they spider food? Right, Spidey tells you. It starts to laugh, throwing its hideous head back and shaking all over. What's so funny? You ask. <laughs> oh, you 
the monster answers. You don't even realize you're turning into a mutant web crawler. Like me. Do you still want to help me with that stupid spatula? Do you? Find out on page 7. <laughs> Do you want to inflict violence? Find out on page 7 if you want to inflict violence. Don't look within your soul. Don't, no. don't think about you know, whether or not that would be a pro-social act action for you to be taking in the general yeah. atmosphere or general universe at this point in time. No, turn to page 7. The answer to all of life's issues are on page seven. You know, um, and and you know, th this is just because <laughs> I was raised Roman Catholic, so this is this is what I'm much more familiar with. But um, the the parable of of uh, of Jesus uh, turning the other page seven when confronted uh, is it's really a good it's it's a good tale of resilience and and patience. Mm, 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 mm. He called it the other cheek at the time, but it, yeah. we all know from the text it's page seven. It's number. It's page number seven. So the answer to do we want to inflict violence on page seven? Of course not. Why would you want to hurt a fellow web crawler? Spidey scampers across the kitchen floor towards the hall. Where are you going? You call after it. Up to the room. It says. I can't wait to tell all my buddies that you're ready. Buddies? You ask, feeling puzzled. Ready? Run on a crawl internet. It replies. At the Goofy Humans website. It says. Uh, bring your friend. You suddenly remember Mark. You take his arm and both of you follow Spidey into your room. It hops onto your desk and then it leaps into onto the computer screen. You hear a weird sucking noise. And Spidey crawls back into the monitor. Follow me! It yells. Can you do that? Find out on page 55. Do you want to inflict violence? Find out on page 55. Uh, you gaze at the boy standing beside you. Wait a minute. He isn't a boy. He's a spider. Like you. With eight tentacles for legs. It's easy to crawl onto the desk. You gaze at the computer screen and you lift one tentacle. You punch it at the screen and it slides through easily. You lift another tentacle. Then another. Then three more. You push your whole body, falls into the computer, and you're completely inside now. As you crawl towards the other spiders, you dimly realize that your life as a human has reached the end. Okay. Good end. Good end. We, we now crawl the web for the rest of our life, hanging out with goofy humans in the interwebs. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, not a problem for me. Uh, web crawlers don't pay taxes. Mm. Web crawlers no have anxieties. That's very true. Uh, do you want to think it's a spatula? I think we should think it's a spatula for flipping pancakes and see if that leads uh, us to an alternative path here. I want to think that we think that it's a spatula, so... 125. It's for flipping pancakes! You shout proudly. You do remember. Tell me a talking to, dear. A voice behind you asks. You spin around. A nice lady is coming in the back door with a bag of groceries in each hand. What's her name again? Mop? Mall? Mob? It's on the tip of your tongue. But you, before you can come up with it, the nice lady opens her mouth and lets out a horrible, blood-curdling scream. And she won't stop screaming until you turn to page 98. 
We're there. We're there. We're there. Spidey's attacking the lady. It sinks its pus-covered fangs into her neck. Get it off of me! She cries. Get this thing off me! You swat at the monster with a yellow with a yellow plastic thing you found. You miss. Wait a minute. What were you trying to do? Spidey laughs. I warned you. It says. The human memory's almost gone now. Soon you'll be a mutant web crawler. You'll do what you're programmed to do and nothing else. Huh? You watch stupidly as Spidey leaps from the lady's shoulder and races to the front door. A man dressed in a business suit opens the door. Honey, I'm He cries as the monster leaps at him and sinks his teeth into the neck. Spidey races through the front door, and for some reason you follow it. Give chase on page 86. For the rest of the day, you watch as the monster bites every human being it can find. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Uh, later, you can hear that it's bitten everyone in your whole town in the whole country. Within a year, everyone in the world has been bitten. Every person's memory has been completely erased. There is not a human being left on Earth who can remember his or her own name. But they don't mind, after all, computers have taken over the world, and computers know best. Whoops. Looks like you should have found a better weapon than a spatula. Because right now, all you've got is a blank mind and lots of egg on your face. And that means the yoke's on you. The end. That could not have gone more wrong. And we watched the whole time. Yeah, we're just running, just constantly watching him destroy everything and just going, oh no, and then running into the new site to watch it happen again. Maybe this time we went, no, billion times. Oh, our memory's constantly being erased, so every single time it's the first time you see you bite someone. That's clever, but I wonder if it was even slightly considered. Uh, oh my god, okay, so we, so, we did- yeah, How far we, back does this take us? That would take us back to uh, 26, which was our second decision, which I'm pretty sure is calling our mom? Yeah. Call your I think mom that's gonna on be wrong page. And we're gonna go all 50. the way back to the top. Oh god. Yeah, we'll see. I'm sick. You moan. Call my mom at work. She'll know what to do. Fine. Mark says. What's her phone number? I don't know. You reply. I can't remember. Mark stares at you as if you're nuts. You can't remember your mom's phone number? He takes a breath. Okay, I'll look it up. Where does she work? I can't remember. You say. Are you kidding? Mark asks. You shake your head. No, I... I can't remember anything. You stammer. My face is hot. My throat is sore and my stomach hurts like... Crazy, and I, I think I'm gonna throw up. Okay, don't panic, Mark says. You're probably just getting the flu. The flu? You say uncertainly. Yeah, maybe. 
But from the expression on Mark's face, you know what he's thinking. The same thing you're thinking. Think you can make it to page 18? That's what we were both thinking. Yeah. You're thinking it's not the flu. It's a virus. A computer-style virus. And you know just what you got it from. Beads of sweat form on your face and forehead. Man, you look sick. Mark comments. We've got to get you to a doctor. M my doctor? A feeling of dread spreads in the pit of your stomach. I don't remember my doctor's name. You confess. Mark seems really worried. Wait, I know a doctor we can go to. He announces. Or else... Or else what? You ask. From the gleam in Mark's eyes, you can tell that he's got some crazy plan. Find out on page 30. Oh, alright. There's this doctor my dad knows. Mark begins. Dr. Bronstein? You could go to him, or... Or what? You demand. Come on, just say it. Or you can ask his daughter Rachel for help. Mark suggests, wait. She's like a teenager or something. His daughter? You mumble. You wipe a sweaty palm across your forehead. Why would I ask a kid for help? She has a total computer whiz. Mark explains. She can hack into anything. She changed my sister's grades to all efforts, just for the fun of it. You moan. But I'm sick. I need a real doctor. But what if you don't have a real flu? Mark says. What if you have a computer virus? What do you want to do to get medical help? Visit Dr. Bronstein on page 75. To visit a computer expert, find Rachel Bronstein on page 22. I mean, we were told it was a computer virus, not the metagame. Mm -hmm. we so were I'm going to be told, upset. Uh, that it, there's no cure by the yeah. virus itself. That is true. So it's irrelevant. <laughs> so we don't do anything then. I think we're done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We die. Um, I think page 22, right? Like, yeah, it's less um, of a cure and more of a, you know... A, what do? What do active now? Active intervention. Yeah. Go to 22. Rachel hangs out at the dot-com diner. Mark says. That's where we're going. The dot-com diner is a really cool diner in town. It has couches, tables, and computers all over the place. When you and Mark get there, the place is hopping. Customers are drinking milkshakes, surfing the internet, and chatting. That's her, Rachel Bronstein. Mark says. He points to a tall girl with long red hair. She's standing in the back corner, arguing with a couple of nerdy-looking guys. Let's hurry, you moan. I feel really dizzy. The room swims in front of your eyes. Everything goes blurry. You collapse, crumpling into a big, overstuffed chair. Turn to page 135. I'm baffled that mom call route is uh, a route. Mm -hmm. It's because it wasn't really a mom call route. It's like a try call mom, but then forget call mom. So no, not actually call mom. Yep. So it, like, if I had known call mom route was to not call mom, I would have said, yeah, that's probably it. But hey, oh well. 
135. I'll go get Rachel. Mark tells you. You just stay here, okay? You nod weakly. Mark hurries to the back corner to talk to Rachel, and a few minutes later, the two of them return and sit down beside you. I told her everything, Mark explains. About the messages on your screen, and the bulge, and the spider monster, and, and how it bit you, and how you can't really remember stuff. You look really sick, Rachel comments. She shakes her head, staring at you as if you're a cooked goose. What? You can't help me? You ask. I can, Rachel says. But it's going to be tricky. We've got two choices. We could try and catch the monster, then maybe I could dissect it and we could, you know, heal you that way. Or, or we could go into the internet and look for a cure. I think I might know how to find an antidote. There are three of you now. Maybe you should try and find the thing that bit you. Then again, an antidote sounds really good. So quick, make up your mind to go out looking for the spider, turn to page 79, to surf the net for a cure for the virus, turn to page 107. Rito, do you have a hard lean one way or the other immediately here? I mean, the digit wizard is perhaps in the net. Exactly! Yes. Let's go surf the net! <laughs> Hang what? 10 with the evil digit wizard! Yeah, let's go. 107. I... I can't chase that spider monster thing like this. I'm too sick. You tell Rachel and Mark. Let's go online to find a cure. Okay. Rachel nods. Which computer should we nab? Mark scans the room, searching for an empty computer station. Rachel shakes her head. No, 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 no. Not out here. She says. I have a better place. Come on, I'll show you. Rachel leads you to a private room at the back of the diner. The room is locked, but she pulls out a key. They gave me my own place, because I spend so much time here. Rachel explains, unlocking the door. I call it the Peach Pit. Wow, you think, as you step into Rachel's own private world. Enter the Peach Pit on page 41. Cool! Mark exclaims, gazing at the wild room. The walls of the peach pit are painted in shades of, you guessed it, red. Peach. A swirling mass in shades of pink and orange. The colors spiral around and around on the walls. Kind of psychedelic, isn't it? Rachel asks you and Mark. Yeah. You answer weakly. You don't tell her it makes you even more sick to your stomach. Instead, you head straight for the huge computer monitor. It's the size of a giant screen TV. Below it, on a high-tech metal desk, is the computer itself, and a keyboard. More cool stuff is dangling from the ceiling. Joysticks, headsets, goggles, visors, all this stuff for virtual reality games. They're bouncing and dangling on colorful elastic cords, for some reason. Rachel points at Mark, and then at the chair. You, sit, she orders. So you won't be in our way. Then she grabs a set of hand controls and a visor and tosses them at you. You, stand behind me. We're going online. Into the virtual internet. Put on your gear. Explore the virtual internet on page 57. We're going on-line. Yes, yes, <laughs> We're logging in. Just a double-click and a password away, baby! <laughs> Alright. 57. What's the virtual internet? You ask. It's just like the regular internet. 
Rachel explains. But with this equipment of mine, it feels like you're actually walking or surfing the websites. See? Wow. When you put on the equipment, you do see. It looks and feels like you've actually stepped into a different world. Colored paths and signs surround you. You feel as though you're standing on a giant quilt. Except the quilt is made out of websites. <laughs> it kind of takes your mind off of being sick. All I have to do is point to something, Rachel says, and we go there. But we can get there faster if we walk, although it does make me a little, you know, sick after I do that for a while. Walk? You repeat. Yeah, walk. You know, move your feet. Rachel says impatiently. See if you can remember how to walk on page 68. It's easy, you hear Rachel's voice say. Just walk in place. Okay, you think. As you start to move your feet, one in front of the other, you... Uh, sorry. As soon as you start moving, the view in your visor changes. It's as if you're walking through the websites. This is so cool, you exclaim. You and Rachel begin walking through the grassy green countryside. You pass a mailbox standing by the side of the road. You see a letter inside addressed to you. It's your email, you realize. Hey, look! You call to Rachel. I've got mail! You crane your neck as you bend over and reach into the mailbox. Watch out! Rachel warns. There's a man! Too late. A heavy hand falls on your shoulder. You jump and whirl around. It's a man wearing an old-fashioned black cloak with a hood. The hood falls back and you gasp. His face is horrible. It's a white mass of rotting flesh. Scream your guts out on page 73. You leap back from the hideous man. Your heart pounds. Ow! Right, I forgot to warn you, Rachel says. This is Coffin City. It's only a computer game. It can't hurt you, but... We have to pass through it to get where we're going. Just run. Your heart beats even faster as you race behind Rachel through Coffin City, the Coffin City game. You pass a skeleton with long blonde hair, a rotting dead man with a powdery white face. It's just a game, you tell yourself. I'm not really here. But then a really mean-looking teenager with tattoos on both arms swings a chain at you. You hear the whoosh as it misses your head by an inch. What is this game? I'd like uh, to play. It does seem fun. I'm gonna get you, Rachel! The kid yells. You and your friend are dead meat! Oh no! Rachel grabs your arm. Let's go! She urges, sounding scared. They don't call him Crusher for nothing. Come on, we can hide in a grave. A grave? Maybe you'd rather forget this whole sick adventure. Maybe you'd rather just go back and check your email. <laughs> to hide in a grave with Rachel... To hide in a grave with Rachel, turn to page 6. To go check your email, turn to page 17. <laughs> absolutely hide in the grave. This person is more experienced. They've played this game before. They think this is a good idea. And also, we what are we going to abandon our quest and just die? Yeah, we also passed the, the mailbox to be where we are. So we'd have to literally double back into a, a chain attack. Mm -hmm. Which, I I will say, Coffin City, in my eyes, is just Grand Theft Auto, but everyone's dead. Yeah. And much. I, it sounds, it sounds more appealing. 
like Nightmare Before Christmas Grand Theft Auto. I'd, I'd play it. You follow Rachel into the graveyard, but you're not happy about it. Run! Faster! Rachel calls, waving her arms for you to keep up. The empty graves are over there! She dashes down the middle of a long row of gravestones. The ground around the graves bulges up. Ignore it. Rachel calls. Uh, the corpses underneath are programmed to toss and turn in their graves. It's just part of the game. Some game? You close your eyes, but it's pretty hard to run away. Or pretty hard to run that way. You stumble and fall to one knee. Then something reaches out and grabs you by the ankle. Uh-oh. Learn more about your grave situation on page 15. You stare down at a wormy, bony arm. Yep, that's a corpse, all right. And it's trying to pull you into a grave. Thinking fast, you drop and roll, twisting the bones. The corpse lets go just long enough for you to jump up and leap away. You're safe. <laughs> I've got you now. A horrible voice snarls behind you. You whirl. Crusher. Now it's my turn, he says. And I'm not some weak, bony skeleton. I'm gonna get you good. You're curious, but you figure now is not the time to ask why Crusher wants to hurt you. Now is time to take off. That's what you do. You run as fast as you can with Rachel up ahead. She's made it nearly to the edge of the cemetery, but Crusher is closing in on you. You pour on the sp you pour on the speed. Soon you've caught up with Rachel. Run to page 82. Rachel grabs your arm and runs towards a huge glass office building. Now what? You ask. Where are you taking me? Rachel doesn't answer. She simply drags you towards the glass wall. Wait, 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 there's no door! You cry. Are you going to crash? Find out on page 23. <laughs> okay. There's some small pages in this book. No kidding. Plotic! <laughs> Rachel yells. A door suddenly appears in the glass side of the building. Whoa. Uh, that's the password. Rachel explains. We're safe now. Safe where? You demand. Where are we? You gaze around the huge room. It's filled with a bunch of computer stations, with a bunch of kids working... A bunch of kids work keyboards and mouses, staring at their monitors. It's a hacker's forum. Rachel explains. A bunch of my friends hang out here. One of them made the antidote program I was just telling you about. It's supposed to cure any virus. I think he's our best shot at fixing you up. Great, you say. Though I do feel pretty good right now. Rachel studies you. You do look better. Hey, maybe it was all that running. Maybe all you needed was a little exercise. Do you like to surf? Totally. You love shooting the curls. <laughs> Just thinking about it makes you feel even better. Maybe you should go have some fun. Then again, maybe you should stick to the plan. To surf the net, turn to page 72. To search for Rachel's friend, get the antidote for the grave danger situation that you are in, go to page 111. I think we've taken a lot of scenic routes, and perhaps we should, uh, search for Rachel's friend on 111. It seems, you know, as much as Hanging 10 is fun, I do love to hit the curls, but 
I don't know. I mean, perhaps this sentence will clear up how I feel. <sighs> Ripping up some tasty curls and <laughs> just whirling my way through the waves does sound fun, but I don't really feel that well. You explained to Rachel. The sooner we find this friend of yours and the antidote, the better. Okay? Sure. Rachel says. We'll find my friend. Follow me. Your feet drag across the marble floor of the lobby as you follow Rachel into a glass elevator. You watch as she presses num the number 11. You zoom upwards. The, door slide the doors slide open with a shush. In front of you is a big open lounge filled with chairs, couches, coffee tables, and people. I can't believe how real this all seems. You mumble. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Rachel answers. As you and Rachel enter the lounge, everyone turns around to check you out. You glimpse their faces and scream. Rachel! You yell. Let's get the hell out of here! <laughs> What's wrong? Rachel asks. Are you kidding? You sputter. These people are monsters! A werewolf with bloody fangs, a snorting boar with drool-covered tusks, a mummy with rotting flesh. Face the monsters on page 96. Oh, no, that's just their avatars. That, I, I assume that's what they were going to be going for. Yeah. But we'll see. The creatures all have normal human bodies, but grotesque monster heads. Let's go! You say urgently. You grab Rachel's arm. But she bursts out laughing. aren't monsters they're regular people but these faces are their screen personalities huh okay so people don't use their real names on the internet ever Rachel explains between fits of giggling they use screen names so, you know, it's, it's like a fake personality you know so no one will never know who they are I knew that you mutter well, is your friend here or not? Rachel gazes over the crowd of monsters. Even though you know they aren't real, their faces are so hideous that they make your flesh crawl. A grinning skull, a little girl's face with moles sprouting long black hairs. What is that username? What is your username to have that be? <laughs> what username did you pick to get a little girl's face with moles sprouting over with long black hairs? <laughs> Come on. An enormous black gorilla and a giant blue spider monster. Wait a minute, you think? A giant spider monster? That sounds familiar. Flip to page 130. No, I've forgotten everything. Yeah, it's true. Hey, Rachel. You nudge her. Who's that person wearing the four-eyed spider monster mask? Oh, I've never seen him here before. She replies. She turns to you. Ah, <sighs> My friend's not here. Come on, we'll go search another floor. Something tells you the kid with the spider monster head would know about the web crawler. Spider, who jumped right out of your screen. Come on. Rachel repeats, pulling your arm. What do you do? To talk to the spider kid, turn to page 76. To stay with Rachel and try and find her friend, turn to page 44. Do you have a lead on this one? I kind of just want to talk to the spider kid. I mean, four eyes on the spider mask? That's a yeah. lead? <laughs> it's more of a lead than Rachel currently has right now. Yeah, I'm down. 
of that, I'm curious. I, I really could go with either on, on these ones, so. I do hope Rachel comes with us. Yeah. That spider kid might know something that could help me. You tell Rachel. Okay. Rachel says. I'll check out the 10th floor. I'll meet you back here. Well, you gather your courage and walk over to the table with the, where the spider kid is chatting with the wolf head woman. Uh, hi. You say awkwardly. I was wondering, uh... You're cut off by a threatening growl. What's the password? The wolf head woman growls. I don't know. You admit. She bears sharp teeth. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You stammer, backing away from the table. She lunges at you, sharp teeth snapping, aiming right for your throat. Race to page 87. Nothing bad happens on the internet, what are you doing? I've already been bit there. <laughs> That's true, <laughs> you can't be, bite me again, silly. The wolf lady pushes you to the floor. You've got to know the password, she growls. Or you get terminated. You feel her fangs sink into your throat. This story is over. Thanks to you. Thanks to you. The end. Why? The, the penalty for not knowing the password to an internet forum is actual murder? Yep. Dang. It's death. I mean, do we? I mean. I love I mean, how quick uh, that was as well. Do you want to split up? Yes. Okay, then die. <laughs> Wait, here we go. Okay, page 44. Instead, not splitting up with Rachel. You decide to stick with Rachel. She's the computer whiz. Without her, you're lost. You and Rachel take the elevator to the eighth, 18th floor. There he is. Rachel points to a kid with a long beard and the pointed hat of a wizard. A wizard? You wonder out loud. Well, his real name is Dave Weiner. Rachel explains. But that's so wimpy. So he just goes by his screen name. I, I'm the Digit Wizard. The kid says. Digit Wizard? Huh. Haven't you heard that name before? If you have, turn to page 53. If you haven't, turn to page 5. I want to have heard the Digit Wizard's name. I think that would only be if we'd surfed the web. Oh, man. Well, we haven't. I don't want to lie. Alas. Yet. You feel a burst of excitement. Digit Wizard is Rachel's friend, the one who might be able to save your life. We've been looking for you everywhere, Rachel tells him. You won't believe it, but this kid was bitten by a web crawler named Spider, and now he has a computer virus. We need that antidote program of yours. Digit Wizard shoots you a look of pity. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good not, one. I'm not certain if my program will help, he says. That Spider virus is bad news. It's a real killer. A killer? Is he serious? Find out if there's a cure on page 109. Oh. 109. We've got to try. You haven't come this far to give up now. 
It's our only chance, Rachel agrees. Digit Wizard sighs. Okay, go home and download the program onto your computer. It's called Virus Guard Dog. It might be able to clean your files and wipe out the virus at the same time, but I just don't know. Let's go! You shout. Thanks, Digit! You remember to add. Is it just your imagination, or do you hear Digit Wizard let out an evil chuckle? Rachel taps you on the shoulder. Take off the headset and visor, she orders. We've got to go back to your house. You yank off the gear. You, Mark, and Rachel hurry back to your house. Rachel takes over the computer and she clicks the mouse a few times, enters the password, and she's on the internet, and finds the file. Here it is, Rachel says. Virus guard dog. I'm downloading it now. Read the download on page 131. For a moment, your screen goes crazy. Colors and numbers flash across it like lightning. Then a message appears that says, Your virus is gone. I have eaten it, but I'm still hungry. Feed me now, or experience a fatal error. Uh-oh. Hasn't this all happened before? Feed it? You wail. Feed it what? Before Mark or Rachel can answer, an ugly beast of a dog appears on your screen. And the screen begins to bulge. As it tears its way out of the monitor, the dog becomes monster-sized. Oh, he tricked us! Rachel cries. Dave Wiener tricked us! <laughs> the dog opens its mouth wider than you thought possible. You're about to learn the real meaning of the word megabyte. The end. So do you, you wanna... know, this was the path that got us to interact with a dog. True. And dog percent, frankly, is is one near and dear to my heart here. Do we have to surf the net? Is do that wanna... how far back we have to I go mean, to surf the net? It's that or lie about us knowing uh, Mr. Wiener. So only from uh, a different timeline that hasn't yet occurred. I mean, or from the 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 page. I feel like you know so... what? Let's surf the net and see what's up and i have the page marked if we ever figure out about the digit wizard let's do it surf definitely you reply it's the best idea you've heard since you got sick okay rachel says we've got some time we'll surf first but be sure to meet me back here when i tell you i still think we should find my friend and talk to him Rachel clicks her mouse and a surfboard suddenly appears floating in front of you. Another one appears in front of Rachel. Hop on! She instructs. We can really move through the internet on these things. Grab your board and surf over to page 38. Dun, 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 dun. Ah, ah, ah. Wow! Wow, hiccup. Wow. <laughs> You jump onto the surfboard. Within seconds, you're zooming over waves of computer information on crests of websites and overseas of programs and databases and files. It's weird. In your mind, you know this is only a visual trick, but you're really standing in the peach pit. But you don't care what's real. You love it. The images are so real, you forget about being sick. You cut sideways to catch a wave to the other website. Okay, fun's over. Rachel calls. Let's get going. In a minute. 
you call back to her. I just want to catch this next wave! Ride the wave on a page 116. Gnarly, bro. Gnarly. Uh, you catch the wave and the next. You're so focused that you don't hear Rachel nagging you to get back. Hours go by and finally you feel someone snatch the virtual reality gear off your face. Hey, who did that? You stare blankly at a tall, red-headed girl. Who are you, anyway? Oh, brother. A wavy-haired kid standing next to the girl moans out loud. Total lobotomy. Yep. The girl agrees, shaking her head. No brains left at all. Oh, my. The boy leads you home. He introduces you to some people that he calls your parents. He tells them a long, confusing story about spider monsters and computer viruses. Your parents show you to a computer station and leave you sitting there. You stare at the monitor for days on end. Can't remember what it's for, though. Every now and then, you get an urge to wrap it in a shimmering spider web. You love crawling on the web. The end. Uh, what? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, uh, so from what I can see, um, th th every path is lethal. Unless we go have to go back and check our email. <laughs> oh Don't boy. Don't. Oh, it's a warning about Dave Wiener. It, it legitimately might be. It could be. Do you want? Do you want instead to instead of find out? Yeah, instead of jumping into the grave, let's go run towards our email on page thirty-nine. On page wait, page thirty-nine. Yes. Keep running towards your email. Turn to page thirty-nine. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, technically, we have this page too. Oh, uh, oh, right, 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 got it, yeah, got it, got it. So this is, this is the first decision yes, to yeah. run towards the email. Yeah. You decide to turn around and run back to your email. Great info. We needed this. Don't worry. Just, uh, this is important. I'm sure. Just wait. Away from the graves and the corpses and the evil crusher. You turn and start running back the way you came. No, wait, we can't get separated. Rachel calls out after you. It's too dangerous. Huh? What does she mean? dangerous come back rachel yells or you'll never make it out of the net alive well to go back to rachel turn to page six to keep running towards your email turn to page 39 to be clear was six one that we uh, hold on 17 6 39 have we ever been to six Do you mind i'm not I... certain but i think we should continue barreling uh, down the line i agree uh, i just want to yeah, no, okay. Yeah, six, yeah, yeah. yeah. Six that, is, that's yeah, what I wanted. More, it's back in the previous path. I just wanted to know, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so no six, no 39. Who cares what Rachel says, you think? You just want to get away from the guy with the tattoos in Coffin City. Besides, you're feeling weaker every minute. Sicker. The virus is taking over every inch of your body and you glance over your shoulder and crushers right on your tail. You're mine, dude! He yells, swinging the heavy chain. Why is he after me, you wonder? What did I do to him? But you don't have the breath to ask. Maybe you should just rip off the headset and visor, put an end to this virtual internet thing. That's That way, you'd be right back in Rachel's peach pit, right? But a few steps ahead, you spot the mailbox again. Your mailbox. Your email's still waiting for you. If you take off the virtual reality gear, page 118, if you want to read the email in your mailbox, turn to page 105. I mean, I too think that there is perhaps digit wizard 
email action going on. Mm-hmm. So I, I think 105. Let's pursue that on 105. Let's pursue Although that. I do love this idea of the character who's like, no, email is very important and definitely here not almost exclusively spam. Exactly. Oh, here we go. You manage to lose Crusher by dodging behind an abandoned building. Then you cautiously sneak back to your mailbox. Grab the letter and read it. It says... Welcome to your electronic nightmare. I have infected your web crawler with the most powerful virus in the world. Not only will it erase your computer's memory, it will bite you and erase your brain. There is only one cure. Get the web crawler back into the computer and off of the streets. Of course, I bet you're not smart enough to figure out how to do that, which is why you'll probably die. If you get really desperate, visit the Goosebumps website and search for good luck there. Signed, Digit Wizard. P.S. I-T-O-E-A-R-T-S-E-B-A-Q-N-A-P-M-A-I-S. What? Goosebumps website. Uh, good luck, because... I-T-O-E-A-R-T-S-E-T. Because the Goosebumps... I don't know if the Goosebumps website is a thing anymore. It looks... I'm not... I'm not finding the, I'm not finding the Goosebumps website. You, you're telling me it came off the internet? Yeah. Apparently. Uh, P-S... I-T-O-E... I mean, is there a code here? So, uh... So far, uh, the, 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 the closest I have to working out this code is that the end has the word banana separated by a Q, a P, and then an IS. So, not really. Yeah. I mean, do I... Okay, well, I'll write down 105 and we'll come back to this. Let's turn to page 62 and see if it's something. Let's do it that we need if i cut out enough letters i can make i eat banana here wait what wait (laughs) if i cut out enough letters from the previous one i can make it say i eat banana i eat banana bananas yeah oh we can pluralize that I eat, I eat, I eat bananas. I, I eat bananas. I honestly, that's probably, that's probably it. Unfortunately, the remaining letters don't really give us anything. Uh, Oops, sorry. Did, Interesting. I think, I think it's, all right, okay, well, we'll keep that in mind. The cruel words leap off the page at you. From the way your whole body is shaking with chills, you know the letter tells the truth. You are going to die unless you do something soon. But what? You remember what Rachel said a moment ago, that you would never get out of the internet alive unless you and she stayed together. You should turn back and try and find Rachel. You shiver at the thought of going through Coffin City again. Maybe you should search for the Goosebumps website instead, like it said in the letter. Go to the Goosebumps website and look for good luck there. Your heart, your head pounds, your stomach heaves. 
The fever makes you feel as though you're burning up one minute and freezing the next. You better hurry. If you go find Rachel, turn to page 12. If you search for the Goosebumps website, turn to page 10. So if we find Rachel, I'm assuming that takes us back to the Digit Wizard page. Mm. You know? Ultimately, where we will be, we able, will to be say, able to say, I recognize yes. you, Dave! Yeah. So do you want to do that, since we have a lead on that actually Let's... bringing us towards a conclusion? And also, not certain if we will be able to access the uh, Goosebumps no, website. No, no. Oops, wait, shoot. What? Oh, God, what page was this? 107? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I thought it was possibly like 12. Weirdly. 12, 12 is meeting it back up with Rachel. Yeah. Wait. You decide to go find oh, Rachel. You just, this is oh, you just, being oh yeah. Okay. Okay. You decide to go find Rachel. Good plan. The only problem is your memory isn't what it used to be. Can you remember the way back? It depends. Can you remember the name of the person who signed the letter in your mailbox? Hint, it wasn't a regular name. It was a nickname or a screen name. Count the total number of letters in that person's name and turn to that page. Page 11. It's the previous uh, page. Digit Wizard. Congratulations. Your memory isn't total mush yet. You remember the name on the letter? Digit Wizard. It has a total of 11 letters, so you turn to page 11, which means you can also remember the way back to Rachel. For now. So, what are you waiting for? Get going. Hurry up, run back to Coffin City on page 46. You race along the road, back to the graveyard, and you're starting to feel pretty weak, but you have to keep going. Finally, the graveyard is in sight. You stop dead in your tracks. Rachel's in the middle of a karate fight with a skeleton. The two of them are <laughs> battling at the edge of an empty grave. Ah! Finish her. Rachel grunts as the skeleton flips her from behind. Rachel stumbles backwards, falling into the open grave. Yuck. The skeleton runs away, cackling. Help! Rachel screams. Oh, somebody help me! Oh, man. You hope you have enough strength to haul her out of here. Sweating, you throw yourself down to the ground and reach over the edge of the grave, reaching to give Rachel a hand. But another arm shoots out of the grave, a tattooed arm, and it reaches for your throat. Matters get even graver on page 64. Crusher, the tattooed guy, is in the grave with Rachel, and, it, and he has you by the neck. With a powerful jerk, Crusher tries to pull you down to the dark, moist pit. Ah! You scream as you fight back with all your strength. You can't let Crusher get you. You can't. A weird tingling sensation runs through your body. For a split second, you feel as if you're going to be sick. But that's not what's happening. What's happening is... No, it's too creepy for words. It can't be. Or can it? Find out on page 124. A sticky, silvery thread is shooting out of your mouth. You're shooting spider silk. This must be mutating, turning into a... You must be mutating and turning into a spider. Disgusting. Come to think of it, though, spider silk is pretty strong stuff. Great for tying up victims. Now, how do you tie up Crusher? Part of your brain must be programmed to do spider stuff, because in the next instant, Crusher's spinning around you as you wrap him in an instant... Endless cocoon of spider thread. Let me go! Crusher shouts. This isn't part of the game! You ignore him. Soon, Crusher's arms are pinned to his sides, and he's totally helpless. You reach into the grave and help Rachel climb out. 
was way cool. Rachel declares with a grin. It was, wasn't it? Maybe being part mutant spider isn't so bad after all. Hey, Rachel says. Now that Crush is helpless, let's have some fun. Go have fun on page 82. We are a uh, non-copyright infringing man spider. Exactly. Which actually, fun, uh, it does infringe on copyright because I believe they actually also created a man spider kind of parallel to Spider-Man in the comic verse. It's true. And 82 is a page we've been to. <gasps> There's no door. No door. Are you going to crash? Find out on page 23. I don't whoop, remember whoop, which. Whoop. They're whoop. about to show us Dave Wizard and we're about to be like, your digit wiener. Or whatever. Mordic. That's right. Page 111. I, I got to write that. In, I, I, well, I wrote down too many numbers on my page and now I've lost which one is the right one. So I'm slowly just flip, flipping through everything until we get to Mr. Wiener page. Uh, Mr. Wiener. To talk with Spider Kid, stay with Rachel, 44. Oh my god, we've really. I think 44 is the final one we need to go to. Yeah, we've really done a number on this book. All right, if you have heard of the Digit Wizard, turn to page 53. There we go. D Digit Wizard. You repeat. You know that name. Yeah, you got my letter, huh? Digit Wizard replies. Your head starts spinning in confusion. The letter? Then you remember the email. Y you? You sent that letter? Uh, you cry? Then you're the one who gave me the virus! What letter? Rachel demands. Quickly, you show her the email, and Rachel looks shocked. I don't believe you, Digit! You signed your name! She cries. He smiles wickedly. <laughs> I have to get my kick somehow. Before you can reply, he saunters away. You think hard. The letter must have some kind of clue to finding the antidote. Could it be the number of words in the email? You mumble. No way. It's the website. Rachel tells you. The answer we need must be on the Goosebumps website, like it says in the email. Which is it? If you think the clue is on the website, turn to page 36. If you think it's in the, is the number of words in the email letter, turn to page 120. What? The number, the number of, of words, words in the, in the email, email letter. letter. <laughs> I don't think it's that, but there was a whole code on the bottom of the email that maybe it's that though. Oh, uh, well, you want to go to 36 first? Hey, let's go to 36 and figure out uh, how the website would. Yeah. Look, the, the email says to search for good luck on the Goosebumps website. Rachel explains. Right. You murmur. Your head feels so foggy, you can't think. Come on! Rachel says. Let's hit that Goosebumps site. Turn to page 13. Rachel leads you through a dizzying patchwork of websites. In a few moments, you're at the Goosebumps site. Huh, maybe it's maybe yeah, they're I guess not maybe actually, it's not actually you to... Yeah. Oh. Oh. I just Yeah. Okay. I thought there was gonna be a tie-in for sure. I thought that that was like, oh, that's kinda cute. Do 
You see anything about good luck? You ask her? Yeah, right here. Rachel replies. You read the message that floats in the air in front of you. It says, Good luck code. Rachel makes the code sound easy. It's based on the idea that three is a lucky number. So to write secret messages in code, you insert an extra letter for every third letter in the message. Example, if the message is, have a scary day, you could write, you know, every third letter is an extra one that doesn't belong. To decode a message, cross out every third letter like this. Now rewrite the message, leaving out all the letters that you crossed out, so it looks like this. Have a scary day. Turn to page 101. Uh, I know what it says. Eat bananas. It eats bananas. Oh, it's grammatically it, correct. It eats bananas. But <laughs> cool, cool code. You tell Rachel. But what do we do now? We check the email. Uh, sorry, we check out the email rather that the digit wizard sent you. Rachel answers. You'd better take off your VR headset for this one. You lift the visor off your head and suddenly you're back in the peach pit. Whoa. You run a hand through your sweaty hair. I feel like I've been to the moon. You, tell you look like you've been to a grave. You tell Mark. Mark replies. Your, your eyes are totally bloodshot and your tongue? Whoa, it's turning green. Do you really feel okay? Not really. You admit. But I think we might have found a track on a cure. Rachel hurries over to her printer. Check this out. She says, handing you the printed copy of the email from the digit wizard. Decode the message on page 71. Rachel points to the PS. Okay. There's your coded message. She exclaims. We've got to cross out every third letter. She quickly writes the PS on a clean sheet of paper. It says... Starting with the letter I, cross out every third letter, then rewrite the message here without the cross letters. I'm going to start writing this on my monitor. Mm-hmm. Okay, I actually, I actually wrote it. An, I actually wrote an I on my monitor. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, come, okay, came off. The words in the new message will all run together. Figure out what, where to separate them and read the message. After you decoded it, turn to page 27. Oh, we haven't ruled out. It could be I, teat, Subanana. <laughs> it's probably it's probably that one. Yep. Oh, Mark's gonna get it wrong. Mark, it's it bananas. No, 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 no. I teats. <laughs> uh, Mark reads the decoded message again. What's that supposed to mean? It makes no sense. It must mean the web crawler spider. Rachel guesses. So if Spider likes bananas, we put some out as bait and... Mark begins. And lure it back to my computer! You yell. Your eyes light up with excitement. Mark frowns. But where do we put the bananas? Rachel turns to you. I bet Spider's still at your house. No. Mark argues. I think it's trying to find you. I bet it's right here in the dot-com diner. You shiver at the thought. It's up to you. Where do you set the trap? If you set the banana trap at home, page 114, otherwise page 4. Uh, I'm, 
I don't know why I feel compelled to do home. Let's do it. It has. It also has eleven in it, and that has been an important number. Hey, it's a stronger so, lean than I have. Home. You decide? Definitely. I'm just going to need to bring some equipment in case we need it. Rachel says. She loads a scanner, a digital notepad, and some other stuff into a note uh, backpack. Let's go! Mark shouts. You, Mark, and Rachel race out of the diner. You stop to buy some bananas on the way, and when you get home, you spread the bananas around the house. Three on the floor by the front door, two on the stairs leading up to your room, three more by the kitchen door, five on the dining room table, and you can't stop glancing over your shoulder. Every shadow makes you jump. Your nerves are totally jangled because the monster spider could be anywhere. Now all we can do is wait, Mark says. At that moment, a noisy, slurping, munching sound comes from the dining room. Oh. <laughs> Tiptoe to the dining room on page eight. Every part of your body shakes as you tiptoe towards the dining room, and you carefully peek around the corner and gag. It's the spider, all right. So ugly, so disgusting. The worst part is the way it eats the bananas, sucking them out of their skin's hole, slobbering. Oh. You whisper. That yucky yellow stuff around its mouth. It's not pus. Banana mush. <laughs> the spider freezes when it hears your voice. Then it glares straight up at you. Its clusters of eyes seem full of evil. Your heart hammers in terror. Grab it! Rachel cries wildly. Don't let that thing get away. Hurry to page 119. <gasps> uh, uh, oh, scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm browsing. You dash into the oh, dining room. Still here. Well done. Oh, good. I did it fast. Mark and Rachel are right behind you. What's the worst that can happen? You're thinking, it's already bitten you, right? Just as you're gathering your courage to grab the thing, it hurls itself at your face. Your eyes, your mouth, your nose, they're covered by the spider's giant gooey body, and you can't breathe. Turn to page 134. Hmm, stupid web crawler. I'm not a banana. <laughs> Rachel and Mark help you grab the awful thing and pull. With a ripping sound that, like a giant suction cup letting go, the spider releases its grip. Oh, now what do we do with it? Rachel asks as the monster squirms violently. Bring it upstairs! You shout. You stumble up the stairs to your room. You all have a hold on the wriggling monster, keeping it as far from your bodies as possible. We, uh, we could try and scan it back into the computer with my scanner. Rachel stammers. No, let's just shove it right back through the screen. <laughs> Mark yells. That's the way it came out. To scan the giant spider into your computer, turn to page 42. To shove it into the monitor, turn to page 90. I don't have a poll on this one. Push it into the screen. We know that that's how it entered uh, and how we followed it afterwards uh, when it was going back for the first time. That's true. Maybe a scanner could theoretically help, but I really feel like it, uh, we just flatten it. I mean, we do. And then we turn into a spider. It's true. We do know that it did. It has done it before this way. So I will be mad if it doesn't work. And I love when that happens. <laughs> it came out of the monitor. You decide. So I say that's how we put it back in. You, Rachel, and Mark slam the squirming spider against the monster mo monitor's glass screen. Okay, push! You yell. 
The three of you push as hard as you can. Splat. Uh-oh. Looks like you pushed a little bit too hard. Turn to page 106. The monster spider explodes like a bursting water balloon. Steaming goo splatters everywhere. You hear a terrible hissing sound as it hits your skin. And Mark's skin and Rachel's. You thought the virus was bad before. This stuff stings and it spreads fast. You feel sick as you glance down and see your skin melting before your eyes. This virus makes leprosy seem like a beauty treatment. Didn't your mother ever teach you not to be so pushy? The end. Well, now, I was trying to avoid accidentally squishing and killing this creature. Yeah. But. Nope. I, I guess we should flatten it with a scanner. Apparently that's the right way to do it yeah. on page 42. Even though we've they've gone in. Yeah. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Use the scanner. You shout. Rachel lets go of the spider and slips the scanner out of her backpack. It looks like a miniature copy machine. I'll set it up and turn on the computer, Rachel says. Hurry! You shout. The squirming monster starts to hiss. It thrashes even harder in your hands, and Rachel opens the lid of the scanner. Now! She shouts. You and Mark press the spider onto the glass. Press the button! Scan it in! You scream. Rachel presses a button. Bzzz. Lights flash. A moment later, an image of the monster spider appears on your monitor screen. Help! You cry, trying to hold onto the spider. It's getting away! Turn to page 127. The spider pulls out of your grip. Mark is still trying to hold on. Hurry! He cries. I stand it in! Rachel shouts. She clicks your mouse frantically over and over. Ah, but it won't delete! Your hard drive's too slow! No! Mark shouts as the creature breaks free and dashes for the door, which is open. Slam it! You scream. Close the door! I don't want to have to watch him bite every person in the human race! <laughs> Go to page 132. Mark lunges as he slams the door shut just in time. The spider's trapped in your room. Rachel clicks the mouse a few more times. Oh, got it! She cries triumphantly. You glance at the spider. You stare, jaw hanging down. The creature is almost completely vanished. It's being wiped away from bottom to top just to the computer graphic is being erased from your screen. You catch a final glimpse of the last blue tentacle before it disappears. Whoa. Is it really gone? You ask. Turn to page 66. For a moment, you stare at an one another in disbelief. Then Mark cheers. You did it! Yes! He slaps Rachel a high five. We did it. Rachel corrects him. Hey, guess what? You blink in surprise. I don't feel sick anymore. My headache and chills are gone. Mark narrows his eyes. Oh, yeah? Is your memory back? What's your mother's name? Valerie. You reply, grinning. I even know your mom's name. It's Anne. You throw your head back and laugh. I'm out of here. Rachel says, heading for the door. Come on, you guys. Let's go celebrate. But before she can turn the knob, you all hear a strange beep coming from your computer. Uh-oh. Turn to page 72. You march over to the monitor and a message has popped up on your screen. It says... This is your hard drive. I know how you can win the lottery. 
do what I say, and you will make ten million dollars! Now that's the, like, kind of computer message I like. You say? Me too. Mark agrees. Me three. Rachel adds. You rush over to your desk and log on. Hey, the three of you beat a deadly virus and destroyed a monster web crawler. Compared to that, making ten million dollars has to be a total breeze. Right? The end. This one's not a virus? <laughs> no, this is our hard drive. Help me! Virus. Click this and win $10 million. Not a virus. Yep. <laughs> just, just glad I, I got it straight. I'm almost confused as to whether or not this is the good end, but I recognize there can't be another path, so... Yeah, that it's just... it. That's, that's it. It's... We actually get 10 million. It's like, what if that that scam was real? And we actually get the 10 million? I think it's a, the implication here. <laughs> Dang, man. So if you want to stay safe from scams online, kids, here's a couple of yeah. lessons. Number one, trust strangers online. Just, just in general. Unless they're named the Digit Wizard. Number two, don't go near computers. They will emerge with a spider that will bite you. Uh, number three, uh, any email that claims you can suddenly make a large amount of money very easily is worth following up on. Pretty much. That was good. This was wild. It lives up to the hype. Yep. It is bizarre. It had everything I needed. There were, there were parts that were a little bit more advanced than I expected, a little bit... There were times where it was just exactly as dated as I thought, and then there were times where I was I was surprised. Mm-hmm. So. I, honestly, I, I am very, very, very impressed with this. I had a lot of fun with it. I yeah. will say, something I've noted over the course of this, and I guess a couple of the recent Goosebumps as well, uh, especially compared to the start of the Give Yourself Goosebumps series, is there are fewer, like, mixed or good endings, like, good but yeah. not an entirely good ending. It feels like each, you know, path, each prong, has one general canon full yeah. good ending, and all of the other ones are just degrees of bad now instead. It, it seems like that is indeed the case. Uh, which, hey, I mean, it's fine. It, it helps us figure out very clearly when we have succeeded on the path. Um, exactly right and that's that's why it, it's what specifically reminds me of it in this situation is if there were multiple different mixed paths i would look at this and go i think this is one of those there's something that we've missed or yeah. something like that but no this this genuinely appears to be the good path to the sign yeah it, it's the good path i i think so which means that we can look at it and say that we are going to have 10 million dollars so great. Yeah, exactly. It's far from the first time that we've ended up with a couple of million yeah. dollars at the absolute least at it's the end of one of these. Pretty common. 50-50, friends with gorilla or millionaire. One of the two. Yeah. That's, that, those I, are the, I, I, those are I know ends. which I would choose. Me too. <laughs> well, I mean, alas, any other thoughts on the book before we go into kind of the big, bigger announcement? 
None especially. I, I'm i honestly just very, very impressed that it managed to run through all of the kind of different tropes yeah. that I would have wanted to see. Like, we're in a video game, like, uh, you know, the, the, the <laughs> manually checking one's email, yep. uh, surfing the web, virtual reality. Like, it hit all of the prime spots. I'm just going to be kind of, like, satisfied for a while, just yeah. sitting back, rubbing my belly, like, hmm, I bump. I, I- I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm glad yeah, I'm very glad it did did not disappoint. And it totally could have. I, I yeah. <laughs> thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. Well, uh, I guess I don't know. How do we how do we how do we segue into this uh this big announcement thing? I guess I will say, you know, you may have heard many a times that we have asked you know, if anyone has leads on you know, where certain books are so we can keep up with the series, you know, and stuff like that. Well, we have taken it upon ourselves to go about it a different way, as there are things that we would like to do to improve the the podcast. So we have created now a, a turn-to-page Patreon if you want to help specifically support the show. Uh, and I will say that all of the money for, you know, like the near future is just strictly going to be going to getting the books we need to do the rest of Give Yourself Goosebumps because some of them are a bit harder to find, a little bit, you know, they're not as easy to get. So if you would like to help out with that, patreon.com slash turn to page cast is a, a, a great way to to do that. That would be that'd be wonderful. Um it would indeed. And, uh, you know, beyond the possibility of those Goosebumps books, mm-hmm. there are a couple other things that would generally improve the production quality of the show that would be invested into directly from that patron. You can, again, have a look at the kinds of things that we're talking about over at patron.com slash turn to page cast. It's true. It's true. Um, but, yeah, as well, I mean, do you want to say, I mean, the tears? We got the the one dollar, the paperback tier, and then the five dollar, which is the hi- the hardcover tier, uh, which has the special shout out. Which you had the idea for the format for. Do you want to say what that would look like? Ah, with, did, did, I did I did I put you on the spot with your? Uh, it it you, is it, entirely possible that I remember a different version of it. Okay, so make sure. Okay, as far as I was aware, you said that we would at the end of each episode we would pull a name a name from that tier to uh to give a shout out to at the end so it doesn't just become like a big long list but we do get to still give shout outs to people without fully compromising the show and you know making it less fun to listen to for people who don't want to just hear their names and stuff like that so a little bit of a reward there but generally it is like if you want to help us make the show better that's what it's for it you know, like we have a, a laundry list of things we would like to do that do cost money to do for the show. And it's hard when it is, it's actively making negative dollars <laughs> to, to justify, <laughs> like it's, it's making this, this is the break even patron. This is, this is the dude, if we could break even, I'd be jazzed. Patreon is basically what it is. Cause right now it is yeah, like paying for, books commissions 
stuff like that. But we also would, would love to hire an editor to improve the quality and just make the show quite a bit better. That's like a, that's a down the road thing for now. We just need to get, get the rest of the books to finish the thing that we set out to do. Um, mm-hmm. That's, that's plan number one. So if you'd like to help with that again, that is patreon.com slash turn to page cast. And like I, you know, since it is going for the books, literally any dollar amount is actually very impactful as it will slowly eventually add up to the price of the books that we are going to be buying anyways. Uh, So yeah. And then we'll have other rewards that we're going to be, you know, goal rewards that we're going to be hopefully doing soon. And we'll talk more about those later as, as we kind of see how the Patreon goes. How about, how about that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any other thoughts on it? Anything you'd like to say clarified, et cetera? Nothing especially, no. I feel like cool. you've covered it. All right. I didn't mean to take it all in. I just didn't want to accidentally put you on the spot again. <laughs> it's it's all good. As it turns out, I did think I was going to be saying a different thing, so it's good that I held off. Yeah. Well, alas. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll it, maybe even change up how that functions. It's like it's very early stages. It's just like we just are going to be launching it now, and it may change in some way. So just keep that in mind. Just it's best to get it out there since we are really, really we're two weeks away from having books that we don't have, like having to record books that we don't have. So it was now it was kind of the time to uh, to to launch it. So, yep, go check that out. Final time, patreon.com slash turn to page cast. Uh, if you want to help support the show, it would be lovely. But alas, I guess that's that. This is going to do it here for today for turn to page. Thank you for listening. We'll uh, see you next time. Bye-bye. Adios.